Hello and welcome to the Chip Away podcast. My name's Adam and I talk with passionate construction professionals and try to chip away at what it is to build, create and shape the landscape we live in. My guest for this episode is Dee Builder. Darren is an apprentice carpenter from Wellington, New Zealand. He runs an awesome Instagram page where he shares all his antics and adventures on site. Darren is mad mad on AEG he loves it he loves a laugh as well and it was fun to sit down and yarn with him about his journey in the construction industry so far we talk about his goal to build a log cabin and also to restore his family homes back in China great chat with a great lad so enjoy Dee Builder, welcome to the podcast, brother. Thanks for coming on. How you going? Cheers. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. Ah, it's good. It's good. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did what's what's the name Dee Builder? Like, obviously, you're Darren, but you've chosen yep. Dee Builder. What was all that about? Yeah. Well, oh, I don't know really. Um, a lot of my mates just call me Dee, and yep. kind of wasn't too keen on kind of getting bit of you know social media sort of thing getting on those and getting on the gram yeah um it just yeah. popped to mind i'm like yep they build a sweet done so and then yeah. they kind of just lifted it there and kind of just grew from there i suppose yeah sweet. yeah it's your nickname makes sense so um so let's let's go back a little bit um so i i really want to know how you got into carpentry i've, I've had a look at at your gram feed and there's some stuff way back there where maybe you thought like um was woodworking something you did at school or you found that you were good at or you were just kind of attracted to that practical hands-on kind of work yeah oh, i suppose i was a curious kid kind of growing up um i did really enjoy my kind of graphic design and woodworking side of things with uh, throughout my schooling mm. um and i suppose the teachers really helped there um had a few an irishman actually back at college and he kind of for like two years and he those two years were like the best years i could you know you know best years at school really right um, was that yeah. just because you really enjoyed the class because you felt like oh yeah this is what i'm this is what i should be doing kind of thing you know i was going through a rough patch um through school with um my mum passing away with cancer and a few family issues um true i suppose he was the only guy who actually uh noticed that something was wrong and i guess suppose just pulled me aside and just asked you know what's up sort of thing yeah it just i don't know i just felt comfortable um in this classroom i suppose and i guess started building or yeah. making things and fiddling and breaking shit and you know, just doing just tinkering really yeah in, in the wood shop i'm interested um because i know i i do it and i know a lot of kind of builders or tradesmen do it i find that when you're in the zone and when you're working when you're doing that kind of work it's quite relaxing and you can kind of turn your brain off and when you're focusing on your task there's nothing else happening and you're just in the zone and it's quite like therapeutic yeah that's it you got it yeah yeah <laughs> no, i know the feeling yeah I know yeah. The feeling. yeah 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 i yeah it was, it's great you know i when you're in the zone it's you know awesome especially on a you know cold winter's day sort of thing mm-hmm. you, had to, you know have get the fire cranking and whatnot and just chip away whatever you're making yeah that's it that's it 100 percent. so 
So, so way back, when did you first think, oh, hang on, I might be all right at this. This is something I could do in, in terms of, you know, having skills and making things and kind of sticking at it. Because I know um, when you first start off, it, it can be pretty rough because you've really got to put in some time to develop those skills early on, even, you know, in your woodworking class or whatever, where you feel like, oh, hang on, I could do this as a job because it's a lot to learn, um, especially as a young apprentice you've got everything to learn. So you have to have a pretty dedicated attitude. So did you feel like that was something that you probably had and that you could make, make a go at it? Well, the attitude, I, I didn't think I had it. Uh, it was something that I just kind of had to pick at and pick at and pick at and kind of just keep going and carry on. You know, just learn every day and kind of keep at it at daily sort of thing to, I suppose, get good, really. Um yeah, it's obviously something you had a passion for quite early on because you were pretty keen to, you know, learn more and keep keep doing it. So that's obviously kept you going. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was a passion. Uh, did, I didn't really think much of it, to be honest. I thought, you know, I, I had my um, heart set on going into, you know, going to uni and doing an engineering course and whatnot. Mm. Um, but, I don't know, the opportunity arose and I just took it, I suppose. Um, you know, got an offer an apprenticeship and I was like, yep done i uh, didn't really tell my old man and then uh, when i did he was pretty disappointed <laughs> true uh, how so how so just because you told him yeah i'm gonna be an engineer or uh... no nah, it's just more of the stigma and stereotypes especially with like you know being asian it's kind of like you know you get taught you know to to be uh successful in life i suppose you kind of need to be a doctor you need to be an engineer you, you need to do this and that and mm-hmm. I suppose just you know just the stereotype i suppose um he kind of came around obviously he's seen seen that you were pretty keen into what you were doing yeah i suppose yeah i guess so yep he came around and kind of just saw that you know the passion was there i do want to build um and kind of start my career as a builder i suppose kind of came on board and i suppose understood didn't really was the support's not really there, but it's, he's still understanding. Um, mm. You know, if I if I need a bit of advice, I will kind of bring it up with him, and he'll kind of try help me out there. Yeah, interesting. So, I mean, you said that you kind of were into your graphic design and engineering was something that you wanted to do. I wonder if that is still kind of in your head. Is that still on the cards? I mean, the great thing about a building apprenticeship is that once you get qualified, you've always got that in your back pocket. You can always go on and kind of explore other areas if you wanted to, or now that you're in the game, are you kind of hooked? Uh, well, maybe, maybe. I, I, yeah. Building is only, I've only seen building as a kind of a stepping stone to do, I suppose, better things and whatever I decide to do later on. Um, but, you know, it's really, I think, getting licensed is kind of, Oh, I said I've only ever seen it as like a safety net to kind of mm-hmm. fall back on if I decide, oh, actually, this isn't right for me. Let's go back to building. Yeah. Because, um, you know, everyone needs their house fixed or you know, this done, that done. This needs a bit of work. Yep. 100%. 100%. So how are you finding your apprenticeship so far? How's it been? How's it the balance between the, oh. the practical and the theory and the 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 green guy on site. <laughs> it, it is difficult finding the balance. You know, you yeah, you know, you pull in nine hour days, working days, and then like you know, like a job job I'm on at the moment. It's a, an hour's drive from home. 
Uh, so essentially you've kind of 11 hours out, mm-hmm. you know, out of your mm-hmm. 24, then you kind of ducked, you know, you, then you got your sleep on top of that and whatnot. And you don't really have a lot of time to do anything else. No. I mean, you've only got like four hours to kind of squeeze in a bit of dinner, your washing, you know, kind of housekeeping and whatnot. So, you know, with all your mates kind of at uni and whatnot, they're always like, oh, yeah, come out, let's have dinner together and whatnot. You kind of kind of gets pushed back and be like, sorry, mate, I, I need my sleep or I needed to get this done and get that done. But I do really enjoy it. Like, you know, when I'm on tours, I'm like, sweet, this is awesome, this is epic, you know. Yeah. Country is a better job. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it, is, it, it does take majority of your time. Yeah, I think I think most jobs are like that though. To be fair, um, so yeah, that's, that's true. But at least yeah, at least you're enjoying doing it, man. That's that's the main thing. So so, what are some goals kind of in this journey? I know you kind of touched on it already, but obviously you want to get qualified, and then can you kind of uh, speculate beyond that? I guess one of my one thing on my bucket list is kind of a build log cabin, or true. like you know bit of like some, something different yeah. you know a timber framed home or something you know something big butty yeah. or like in the in the middle of the wop wop sort of thing back to yeah. timber back to basics you know do it out of chisels hand tools um, saws and whatnot uh, and kind of rely on what's around you and in the surrounding area True. instead of just outsourcing everything and kind of plugging this from who knows where and just throwing it up sort of thing yeah, nice. Yeah, I like that. That's a cool um, idea. And or, and like I said, um, you know, going back to China sort of thing and kind of preserving the, uh, the the family home, I suppose that I've never really lived in. Um, yeah, but it's so, still, yeah, yes, it's it's a goal that I really want to do or have. have tell done. me more about that. So I've seen that on your Instagram feed. So you're you have kind of like a family home or homes even uh, back there that were built by someone in your family and and now it's kind of fallen to you as the only one who could do something about it by the sounds oh. of what you're saying earlier yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah there's a couple of homes out there um it's you know built i think built by my grand granddad and i think his dad or even my, maybe my dad as well um when he was a kid mm-hmm. but it's yeah, it's getting to a state where it's like I've I've been back I think late twenty seventeen sort of thing just for a bit of a nosy just to see oh shit we've got a house here sort of thing but it's fallen to a state where it's really really run down and just kind of going back there and just saying that oh this is how my dad lived um or how my dad grew up it's kind of a bit of I don't know just there's a bit of emotion there I suppose yeah or like a sure. bit of yeah yeah so it's it's just something I don't want to just let it crumble sort of thing um i I do want to kind of at least throw a roof on it or build up so it's livable but it is it is is tricky it will be tricky not knowing you know just not not understanding the language and whatnot right yeah um, because the building techniques over there is different as well yeah exactly i mean i've seen the photos of it it's like it looks like it's a bamboo uh frame roof with is it like a thatched roof as well like man i wouldn't know where to start with that so that'll be a pretty sick challenge that's for sure yeah yeah it's on the bucket list that oh, hopefully i'll one day be able to do it so no uh, one's living in in those houses at the moment are they kind of that run uh, down or yeah yeah no nah, no one's living in there it's empty there's nothing in there or yeah. apart from what you see in the photos, but uh, yeah, no one, no one's 
kicking around. No one wants to kick around in those <laughs> those homes. Yeah, true. Oh, interesting, man. Yeah, that'd be one hell of a project. You definitely have to document that if you ever got there. Um, so, mm. I, is is a is building your own house a goal as well one day? You know, now that you're gonna have those skills, is that something you'd love to do? Yeah, I mean, I don't think. Oh, I, I think you know every Kiwi, you know every Kiwi kid's dream is to kind of build their own house one day with the you know white picket fence and quarter acre sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Or it is, it is mine sort of thing. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Or well, I hope, hope, hopefully, one day I'll be able to. Um, That'll be cool. Yeah, I like, I like that you like that kind of locally sourced um stuff it'd be it'd be cool to build a house in that way um yeah i know i have a little kind of gripe about that like there's so many natural resources that we can use in new zealand to put in our houses that we don't and we look to other architectural styles or even materials um yeah like the most quintessential thing you put on a house in new zealand these days is cedar which you know comes from north america and uh, everyone thinks it's a kiwi look which don't get me wrong, it's beautiful timber, but yeah, it'd be nice if we could find a way to clad our houses and something that represents our own country a little bit more. So yeah. Yeah. A log log cabin would be sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, We, I was lucky enough to be a part of a a little, big ish little build um, where the client had a bit of land, uh, had a few macro carpet trees growing about. um, So he kind of milled that, you know, cut that down sort of thing and meld into decking boards and cladding sort of thing. Oh, wow. Um, and we were lucky enough to kind of throw it up, and, you know, use it to build his home. Um, kind of really made me realize like, you know, this that we've, you know, thrown up, this massive deck that we're throwing around came from that stump over there around the corner. Yeah. Um, it was, you know, made me realize like, shit, you know, got to, Use every, use up every piece of timber that's about you know that came yeah. out of that tree, so you're not wasting it. True, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That must be cool for the owner to know that that's kind of you know exactly where that timber came from. It was on growing on your land, you know, just just mm, mm. yeah. I like that. That's pretty cool. Through your Instagram page, it's pretty it's pretty clear that you kind of have do have a passion for the trade and for the finer details i've seen you've kind of made some things on there and, and thrown them up and um yeah you're obviously quite keen on learning on learning the craft and i just wonder what it what it means to you to kind of have that goal to be a craftsman you know there's a lot of kind of stand-up frames builders around but um it seems like you're you're more into the craft of it and you you really want to learn the nuts and bolts and develop your skills yeah. Oh well, I'm I'm lucky to be a part of a crew that do like near builds who actually do stand up the frames and you know just throw things on because that's just that's the modern way to do things. But mm-hmm. um, I do get kind of like thrown onto jobs where it's the Renault job where yeah. like you know you're ripping off old sarking and you're seeing the studs notched into the bottom plate and how how the old timers used to do things and it's 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 just interesting to me anyways um just yeah. like oh why do they you know why do they throw a lap lap joint on the top plate and throw you know throw throw a dowel in there or something to lock it in mm-hmm. you know just pulling that stuff off you know you're literally going back in time and kind of yeah. going through history really yeah to me how i feel like 
yeah that's a that's one fun thing about doing renos yeah i say that to to all apprentices if you get the chance to do renovation work it's it's a whole different ball game really you have to learn how to tie into the way like you say the old guys did it um and yeah it's crazy to think what they were able to build with the resources that they had compared to what we have now um like you it, it is like you take off some lath and plaster and it's like a museum behind those walls it's pretty <laughs> sick <laughs> yeah you yeah, find some crazy stuff so have you found anything interesting doing renos i know i've found some even just like old newspapers and stuff like that it's pretty out the gate and you're reading like a newspaper from like 1904 or something like that nothing really stands to mind apart from the hammer i'm using um the s-wing oh true <laughs> i found that on a job i think inside a wall cavity yeah just like you know rip you know, as you would you rip off jib and blah 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 and you know you just oh here's a hammer <laughs> mine <laughs> so yeah it's it's been with me for about two and a half three years now yeah um this for as long you know as long as my apprenticeship is um because yeah. the hammer i had was pretty shit you know the fiberglass handle uh yeah um you know the classic you know 20 buck hammer sort of thing um, yeah but yeah now yeah, yeah i've taken the s-wing and i'm like yeah no nah, it's mine you know it's, <laughs> does the job <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool it's, that's cool man i wonder yeah. how i wonder the story behind that like someone leaving their hammer in the wall and then whacking a sheet of jib over it obviously i guess but um yeah well yeah. probably from probably like you know from an apprentice or something um, <laughs> oops uh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know i'd like yeah. to find out but i don't think i'll ever be able to yeah yeah i had one like that as well actually i was um me and my old man were doing up uh an old historic house here in Christchurch and I'm talking like over a hundred years old and uh yeah we were ripping off lath and plaster and on one of the dwangs was a old marples chisel and it was absolutely beautiful Ooh. I still have it and it's mint condition and it has the guy's initials or his uh yeah his initials and his last name like um imprinted into the handle of the timber chisel oh, and that's like, yeah, it's one of the coolest things I have I was like man that's outrageous like he was probably one of the original guys who built that house a hundred years ago and then i've got his chisel so yeah mm -hmm. yeah i definitely claim that just like you claim that that <laughs> hammer <laughs> yeah yeah so speaking yeah. on tools you're a big old fan of the aeg um yes yes talk to me about <laughs> aeg I, I like aeg because they're they're such a great tool for an apprentice um uh -huh, you uh -huh. know it's an affordable platform to hop on uh, they've got he a big range, you know, anything you could, anything you could want, and and they keep up with, with the other, you know, bigger brands. Let's say, how yep. did that all come about? And and uh, how it all started was, I think, you know, you get off a job and you're like, oh shit, I need a drill, I need a driver, I need this and that, and then mm -hmm. you kind of do a little research, I suppose. Um, it was you know weighing up between, I think at the time, I think it was a Bosch, either Bosch or AEG. Um, I eventually went with AEG um, just because of the price point um, and their warranty. Yeah, uh, warranty is great to be honest. Yeah. It's six years, you know, way longer than my apprenticeship needs to be. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it all started off from there and kind of just bought one tool after the other, and then that's, I think they they reached out and whatnot, and kind of grew from there, I guess. Cool. Um, 
you don't have yeah you've got a pretty big collection yourself i've seen the quick stack boxes out there yeah i Bloody love those toll boxes the toll boxes are fantastic hey? that's that's quite a new yeah. thing for me running those sorts of tool boxes they're so handy um you know on the wheels you can just grab them out of the van if you're parked ages away and you can take literally everything you want right up to the door mm-hmm. site um so yeah no i like them and like you say the warranty sick um I run some of their tools and yeah, I've, I've replaced tools under warranty and they don't even blink. They just give you the latest model straight back. So yeah, that's ideal. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. and their um, on-site specialist or whatever you call it, um, the trade reps, mm, uh, mm-hmm. they usually pop in every so often and just, you know, have a yarn or, you know, show off the latest tools. And if you have any problems with the tools, they'll take it away and swap it out for you. Uh, if it's under warranty and whatnot. And, yeah, I suppose the service is there, um, unlike a few other uh, big names. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's nice to be looked after, especially as an apprentice. You know, they're investing in in someone's future, and um, yeah, good on them. Oh, that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, how do you go day to day on site? You know, in the construction industry, there's quite. Have you? But you've you've just been with one crew your your whole apprenticeship so far. Yeah, just with yeah. one crew. Like a yeah. few different foremans, but yeah, same crew. Yeah. Sure, yeah. So how do you find the camaraderie on site? Like I always think that's probably one of my favourite things about being in the building industry. You get you get pretty tight with the people that you that you build with or you get too tight, if you know what I mean. You can have some good old Barneys on site. Um, how do you find that being the young apprentice and you know there's you have uh, some good posts of where you're like you're climbing under floors and you're doing all the good uh, <laughs> apprentice work <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you're not over that yeah. yet i'd like to say yes but no i'm not really oh, oh, well <laughs> you know being the youngest on site by like miles it's um oh, you do cop a lot of stick um yeah. but you just take it like a grain of salt and dish it back twice as hard sort of thing really yeah <laughs> on, yeah yeah um but yeah no it's it's gold eh um I suppose communication in the trades is key and just understanding not you don't even have to kind of voice but just understanding you know the guys you work around and how they're approaching jobs and kind of just reading their body language and you know just having a good old yarn with them is yes it's great and the great thing about being in a close-knit crew like it sounds like you in a, in a quite close crew. Um, and the best thing you can do as an apprentice is if you can stay in one crew that whole time, because you know, the relationships that you develop with the older guys and, and girls on site, um, it's, it allows you to have way more learning opportunities than if you're jumping around sites all the time. Uh, you develop yeah. a personal relationship with them. People are more willing to teach you stuff and not just, get you on the end of a broom all day long so yeah and it also helps to have a whole bunch of tools because then you know there's no excuse for people to um to kind of not give you a good job you know what i mean there's the they're running out of excuses to be like oh yeah he can't do it because he doesn't have a planer or whatever it might be yeah Mm. that's that's a good thing so um i guess you've found that you know as you as you kind of gain more trust you get more responsibility has that happened in, in your career so far yep yeah uh yeah yeah it, it, it has um you get thrown under the pump sort of thing get thrown in the deep end and you kind of either have to perform or kind of sit back and be like i actually don't know this um it's yep. it's great you know just kind of 
here's a job, do it, you know, and just, just saying if you can or can't do it and just understanding where your skill set is and trying to absorb as much info as you can as an apprentice. Um, you know, you watch, you know, you, every day you kind of watch the guys, you know, smash it out and whatnot and you're just kind of there trying to catch up to them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 you pick up heaps of little tricks and tricks of the trade and whatnot and you try to apply it where you, where you can, when you can, you know, just learn the ropes, I guess. Definitely. As best as possible as soon as possible. Do you like that kind of um, environment where guys will chuck you in the deep end, so to speak? Do you th- do you feel like you learn okay that way? Like it can be pretty intimidating for some people, but then again, it's kind of if you can step back and think, okay, here's my chance to, to do something. Yeah, it can be pretty cutthroat though, I find, for an apprentice, like when they get a first job where oh, you give them something that they've never done before, but you think they could probably handle it. Some yep. guys, some guys freak out when they get those sorts of jobs. How have you found mm. that? Uh, I do freak out a lot. I'm like, oh shit, how do I do this? And kind of, you kind of freeze. But uh, I, you know, like I, you know, I've been with the crew for like you know three years, so kind of I know that the support is there if mm-hmm. I ask for it. Like if mm. I'm like, hey, I don't know how to do this, you know, give me a little hint, sort of thing, or give me a heads up on how you would do it. It's great that you know they will kind of chip in and kind of give you advice when you need it, but. I don't want to kind of end up being that guy who just gets told what to do and just does it. Yeah. I kind of want to think for myself and kind of understand why, why I'm doing it, the process to how it's been done and kind of taking pl- yeah, information off plans and kind of applying it to a real life situation sort of thing, um, mm-hmm. which is great. I, I do enjoy it, but it can kind of be pretty brutal if the support's not there and you, know, you don't know, you don't have someone to fall back on or you don't, know who to kind of call if you if you cut you know come to a halt yeah absolutely yeah true yeah it can be you have to yeah you have to have that support behind you and you have to be able to feel like you can reach out for help as well a lot of apprentices will just be like oh well i don't want to sound like a like a muppet so i'm just going to wing it and then you know <laughs> end up uh, yeah costing your company money because you were kind of too proud to open your mouth so that's good that you you, you feel like that support's there for you um mm. is there any kind of particular advice that you've been given maybe over the years that's something that sticks with you in your head that you think oh you know there's there's loads of like cliche sayings and building we measure twice cut once and all that kind of stuff is there anything that you've kind of or a particular job where something just stuck with you and be like oh yeah that's gold advice like I'm going to remember that. Do it once, do it right, I reckon is the one yeah. that really sticks with me. Um, you get paid by the hour anyway, so might as well take your time. <laughs> you know, you might as well take your time and just, you know, slowly do it right and get it right, you know, the first yeah. time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and if, if you do, you know, do something, you know, fuck it up or something or get something wrong, just, you know, get over it real soon so you don't kind of bring, the, I suppose, bring the morale down, you know, don't mm. dwell on it because then you're more than likely kind of to fuck something else. Again, you know, just because you're kind of dwelling on, oh, I just, oh, I should have cut that. I cut it wrong, blah, 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 and kind of get all kind of mad and grumpy about it. Get thrown on another task and you're kind of still dwelling over it. And yes, just, you know, just a higher chance of kind of getting, getting it wrong again. Um, so just, you know, if you do, you know, make it do something wrong, just get over it, sweet, fix it, and then you kind of move on, really. Um, just yeah. don't dwell on it, really. 
Yeah, definitely. It does help to have guys um, that are kind of not on your case about it all the time and really punish you for those sorts of mistakes. Cause yeah, you can, yeah. I know I did when I was a young fella, I'd beat myself up over stuff like that. Cause you really want to impress or you really want to get things right. And then, yeah. you know, someone will really get on your case about it and you're right. Having that ability to kind of just brush it off and be like, right, reset, like let's do it again or let's go on to the next task. Cause yeah, if you drag that with you and if you drag all of those mistakes with you, you're just going to be an absolute walking mess every time someone tries to give you a job. So yeah, that's yeah. good advice. I like that. Yeah. That's, that's not, it's not hard to do though. Eh? You know, when, when you've screwed something up and you know that you're costing your mates kind of time and your boss money and for you to just be like, right, I'll sweet. I'll get it there next time. Um, yeah, yeah. I suppose it's passion as well, eh? You know, you've got a passion for the job and you, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, you want to do it right. Um, yeah, no, I like that one. Do it, do it once, do it right. Um <laughs> getting paid by the air. I'll quote you <laughs> next time um oh. someone <laughs> yeah. someone yeah. asked well. me to do something that like <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh good stuff. Oh, okay, cool. So what do you what do you reckon about I mean, we've kind of just talked about advice, but what would you say to someone who's thinking about a career in trades? You know, um, apprenticeships are free now. Um, there's never yep. a better time. AG tools are mint and they're cheap. Um, yeah. <laughs> how, yeah. What do you reckon? What would you pass on to someone who's, who is going to be in that kind of environment? You know, obviously you've, you've managed to develop a pretty thick skin, yep. which is kind of seeing you, right? And, and good on you. That's probably one of the hardest bits about being an apprentice. So, yeah. Is mm. that what you'd maybe I mean, pass on to someone else? That kind of attitude side? A lot of guys say that's really like 99% attitude. And Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The foreman's always saying it's all about attitude. You know, you rock up to work early, kind of even if, you know, if it's 8 o'clock start, you rock there, you know, 7.45, 7 o'clock, 7.30 sort of thing. Get there early. And oh, I like to kind of get there early, kind of, walk around the job and just to see, you know, just plan for the day and just scope it out sort of thing. Oh, I'm going to be doing, you know, going to be digging a trench from A to B. Yep. So it should take me X amount of time and kind of whatnot. Um, for someone who wants to start or is thinking of starting out the apprenticeship, I think just go have a crack, you know, what you have to lose. You get paid to learn, you know, it's, yeah. it's why not? Yeah. And if, even if it is a big labor day, you know, labor intensive day, you know, my boss always laughed, you know, on, on big days like, you know, where it's really labor intensive that, you know, we get paid to go to the gym and work out sort of thing. So what's not, to, what's the, what's not to like about it, you know? Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a mental thing and an attitude thing, I reckon, with, um, in the building game. Mm. Um, yeah, just for me anyway, just give it a crack. Um, if you don't like it, then, you know, move on to something else. But if you do really enjoy it, then, you know, obviously stick to it yeah um, it's it's, def it's definitely a different approach to kind of what you've been told at school because like you know throughout going you know throughout school you've always been told oh you know you do this do that to kind of get your ue and kind of go to uni and after the uni who knows what kind of get a job i suppose um yeah I just for me uni for a long time uni has always been like yeah no nah, that's that's me that's me kind of going into engineering or getting a degree of some sort was always my goal at the time but then after i was offered that apprenticeship i'm like actually going to uni was a stupid idea for me because i can't sit still for mm. 20 minutes mm -hmm. <laughs> um and you know i just love being outdoors and kind of 
doing anything really, doing seeing visual progress and yeah, you know, standing back at the end of the day, like I threw that up together, you know, I threw that together. That this wasn't there in the morning, it is up now, sort of thing. Just yeah, just the pride in the work, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It's a rewarding job, that's for sure. And then, like you say, um, the choice you've made to to take a trade you know especially for young people now like the apprenticeships are free you really don't have anything to lose like so you're getting paid by the end of your apprenticeship when you got your ticket you're not going to have like a fifty thousand dollar debt and go and work at starbucks you know what i mean like there's there's always jobs out there um with your qualification you could take that anywhere around the world you could go over china and try and build a bamboo roof even (laughs) (laughs) that's the goal mate yeah 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 I'll be yeah. I'll be up for that. That'd be sick. Um, so yeah, it's 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 it is a challenging job as well. And like you say, it's so rewarding. Like you can stand back at the end of the day and be like, yeah, I did that. Like, and and it already gets better. The the more skills you learn, then the better quality of work you can put out. Yeah, it's it's never ending. You know, my old man's a builder, and he's still on the tools, and he's well into his fifties, and he's learning stuff every day, and he absolutely loves it. So, yeah. There's, there's definitely there for um, for people who like a challenge and yeah, who like being outdoors as well. And it's um, not, you know, it's not always building. You know, you can get into plumbing, Sparky's there. You, oh you, yeah. There's all, you know, all the sub trades, HVAC, you know, waterproofing. You know, more than one trade out there. Just really trying to find the right, right one for you. What, what other trade do you reckon you'd do if you weren't a builder? If I wasn't a builder, what trade I'd do? Probably a joiner or, or, or like a landscaper or something. Yeah, there's still within kind of timber work, you know, mm-hmm. with working with timber and working with uh, being outside as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. So you say you're joiner. Do you enjoy that kind of part of building the kind of finishing and the small and fiddly kind of fine work? Is that something that would? I mean, what is the for you? Do you have a favourite part of of building? Because we, as builders, you get to do such a wide range of work you know, maybe more so than, than other sub-trades. So is there a part you like more than others? Not really, eh? I do yeah. enjoy jibbing because, you know, you throw one sheet up and you're like, fuck, I've done heaps. <laughs> 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 yeah. well, well, it looks like you've done heaps anyway. So, you know, you throw one sheet up and by the end of the day, you've done like half the house sort of thing, or, the, mm-hmm. or if not the whole house with the whole crew. Um, so it's, it's, it's so rewarding. Like chiseling, doing mortar slocks and whatnot. I reckon that's oh, yeah. that's the most... I really enjoy doing that stuff with, I think with the chisel, just ha- you know, hammer chisel, just slowly shaving away timber. Yeah. Um, I find that really therapeutic and you know, you mm. get that real nice grain cut as, as you kind of slide your chisel across and it just peels off. It's yeah. Just, oh, it's so satisfying. Yeah. Me. I know. Yeah. Builder's porn right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now that is cool. Yeah, I, I I like that sort of work as well. I mean, surely you prefer um, being on the chisel than being on a spade, so it must be. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I've seen you had a wee go, you made, made a wee toolbox and stuff like that. So you, you obviously like that finer work if you're saying you like a joiner. Do you have any kind of yeah. joinery tools, you know, as something, uh, or is that something you'd you'd like to do more of as those the routers and the biscuit joiners and all that kind of stuff in the joinery shop even. Yeah. I always like, you know, every time Gaston rocks up uh, from prior to tours, I'm always like, yeah. oh, this is awesome. I wish I had like everything from the back of your truck. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, 
you know, the collection's slowly growing there as well. Um, I do kind of lean towards doing it with like, you know, old school or old school method with like mm-hmm. a chisel or something instead of kind of pulling out the router and just going ham at it. I, think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's just something about, you know, with a mallet in hand and a chisel or a, a file or something. Um, just great. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like you therapeutic, say, it's therapeutic is the word. It's, it's re- way more rewarding. Yeah. I mean, you can smash out installing joinery, or or you know whatever doing hinges and stuff like that pretty quick with a with a wee trim router but yeah there's definitely at least for an apprentice you know at least learning those skills um it's really important to at least have those skills in your bag and then when you need to smash it out and you want to make money then i guess um you use all the tools and get them to do the work for you but yeah that's that's the great thing about doing renos and stuff like that because you you get a lot of opportunities to grab out your hand tools Man, yeah. some of the apprentices I work with, they wouldn't even know what a hand saw is. It's just that recip saw nice. everything. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Nah, cool, man. All right. So um, tell the, I mean, we, we know who you are, but tell the people where they can, where they can find you at. Um, you've got your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you're up to? Any projects that you're up to? The mic is yours. Yeah, I've only really got, I don't really use social media. Um, it's only yeah. really the, the, the gram, if, if, if anything. Um, yeah. uh, usually I get told off for using it too much on the uh, yeah, on the job anyway. So boss will go, oh, get off your phone. But, oh, it's, it's for diary entries for my apprenticeship, you know. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, yeah, it is. Oh, for me anyway, I'm pretty skeptical of using it on site, um, just mainly because you don't want to be that guy on site, you know. No, no. How, what, what do you reckon about that? Because there are kind of people out there who seem to spend like a lot of time on it, like that, you know, you're doing time lapses or you, you're doing wee videos of, oh, this is what I'm up to. Like, I mean, I think it's great really if you have a, a boss that's willing to let you do that or if you're self-employed, then go for it, you know. But I, yep. know, um, I know if I found one of my apprentices like, doing a how-to video and to install some i don't know some thermocraft tape or something like that he'd get chewed apart you know <laughs> um oh, probably not a how-to video yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apprentices teaching yeah yeah nah nah yeah. that's not how it goes um but yeah no nah, my my employer is pretty easy going um you know i usually just throw you know at the start of the day before before you know ever, anyone else rocks up i'll throw the gopro on and just hit hit record and just whatever I collect at the end of the day, I kind of swipe through it and select the photos or whatever. Um, oh, true. So, so how, do, how do you do that? Sorry if I interrupt you. So you, you whack a GoPro, what, on your chest or something like that? And you're... Uh, well, I set it off, oh, yeah, or on my chest. Sometimes I'd set it up in the corner or something. I'm, Got you. you know, clamped to a spade or something and just hit record and just whatever, whatever, whatever it captures, it captures. Um, yeah. I don't really kind of try oh or you take a photo of me sort of thing um <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's just more so you know if, if i if i'm lucky to get the shot i'm i'm also i'm lucky um yeah but yeah it's it's you know work, i think work kind of comes first and foremost yeah um and getting you know being productive but yeah but gopro is the way to go okay yeah yeah for me i find it easy as just kind of throw it on time lapse and then kind of Flip through the photos that you do enjoy or don't like and sort it out from there. Sweet. Awesome. Cool, man. So, yeah, I mean, your Instagram is um, dbuilder, right? Um, yep. 
go and give Darren a follow. He's got some good stuff up there. I, I like your page. It's like it's got funny stuff. It's got um, it's got some deep thoughts on there. It's got some yeah. um, practical stuff. I like it. It's good to good to go through. So um, yeah, cheers for your time, bro. We'll wrap it up. Appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. So um, all the best, brother. All right. Thanks for listening, friends. If, like me, you enjoy conversations about the love of building and creating, then please consider subscribing to the show and leaving a review at wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks very much to Darren for his time. I have heaps of fun speaking with apprentices who enjoy their work. Uh, It was interesting to hear his perspective on how building's just the beginning for him. It represents the best of this up-and-coming generation who really set the sky as the limit, so yeah, much respect for that. I definitely encourage you to go and follow Darren on Instagram at D-E-E-Builder for some great content from a bloody good Kiwi. Thanks again to you for your time and your support. I appreciate it. You can follow me on Instagram at Carpenter to keep up to date with what's happening on the podcast. And until the next one, keep chipping away.